Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, I'm Ruby. We are two hot perimenopausal mindset coaches with a burning desire to help working women across the globe think differently about menopause. There is another way. It's mindset over menopause. Co-authors of the Working Women's Guide to Menopause, When the Heat is On, Don't Sweat It, we're delighted to bring you our bite-sized podcast show, Mind Over Menopause. On the show, we share stories from other women going through one of the three stages of menopause, peri, menopause and postmenopause. Grab a cuppa and listen to their story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mind Over Menopause with Ruby Maguire and myself, Gail Gibson. We're delighted to uh, be speaking today to our guest, Alison Blad, who's going to share with us for the next 10 minutes or so uh, her experience of going through her menopause journey. So just if you'd like to introduce yourself to the listeners for the next couple of minutes, Alison, tell us a little bit about who you are and why you do what you do. Yeah, thank you so much. It's lovely to be here talking to you both. Um, yes, my name's Alison Blood and I'm a, a registered nutritional therapist uh, and I specialise in women's health uh, through me- perimenopause and menopause, uh, help, really helping women get through this difficult time period. I like to say I help women harness their hormones and get back their sparkle because we all like a bit of sparkle, don't we? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. I like the the combination of harnessing and then sparkle. So it's like, yep, get control of it, hold on to it, but then just shine. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. So my first question for you then, Alison, is how does menopause affect you in your working life? Yeah, that was a really interesting question because, you know, with my, as I said, what I work with, you know, I, I, my whole concept is to help people get through this difficult time. But, you know, I'm in perimenopause myself. So, you know, I'm experiencing, um, symptoms. But the things that, that I find the most difficult that really have affected me work in, in my work and life is brain fog. Uh, that really just kind of crept up on me and, and, lack of concentration it's kind of like your brain is moving from things all the time but not being able to focus really on on things and then it kind of all came together then the fatigue so it's really brain fog lack of concentration and and fatigue they're those things that i've really found the the hardest actually more more the mental the brain issues rather than mm-hmm. than any other symptoms but we're all different aren't we we all experience completely different things that's right that's right but it's it's so it's so important to address that because as you said it's those thoughts that get interrupted so when the brain fog strikes we're we're totally unaware and it just comes upon us in unique situations we might be with by ourselves and be alone and that's usually the okay time to be going through it but if you're presenting or you're with a group of people and you're you're mid stream in a in a conversation and all of a sudden it strikes and you're just like wow how am I going to deal with this and so it can create a lot of impact so I think it's it's really important but as you say that can lead to and contribute to those other experiences that you have also had and the tiredness that goes along with it as well. Mm, yeah, it's, it's it's like you say, it's very, you could just be having a conversation and all of a sudden you can't think of the word that you want to say. And it's not necessarily <laughs> a particularly complicated word. Your, your brain just goes completely blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the more that you, a, a friend of mine,
mine's a, a psychotherapist and she was I was talking to her about it and she was saying the more you then obviously become a bit anxious because you think oh what's that word what's that word and the more anxious you get the harder it is then to remember the word because you go into this whole like stress cycle so it's 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 really that the the best thing to do is just breathe and and you know calm down and and I mean you do remember the word but yes it can be very it can be very frustrating. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Definitely. What do you think has been the biggest challenge? You've obviously mentioned a few things that are really um, affecting your work in life. What do you think overall has been the biggest challenge for you? I think because it, for me, kind of the, the brain fog and the concentration, it all it, it, it's the fatigue. I, I, I think that I mean, I'm a very energetic person and I'm always exercising and all over the place and doing loads of things. And I've noticed that's crept up on me. Uh, as I've, I've come into perimenopause that I can't quite do I don't have the amount of energy that I used to have mm. and I, I find that a bit frustrating because I want to be busy and, and do everything <laughs> that I want to do and it's not that it it doesn't stop me doing it it's just that you feel like when you've done the things you want to do you just feel like absolutely <laughs> like exhausted on a, on another level it's like tiredness on a completely different level where you just I, I, I just have to go and sit down Mm, and I don't know about you, but I kind of go back and think, but what have I done? Why do I? <laughs> it's not actually that much that I've even done today. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, you wonder why you feel like that. But I mean, it's also strange, is it? When we think of, I mean, east, we have estrogen receptors all over our body, and when the levels start to fluctuate and decline, it it affects every, virtually every single system in the body. Mm, so mm. it, you know, when you think of, when you look at the, the actual biochemistry of it. It, you know, it kind of makes sense, really. So you mentioned then, uh, Alison, that you you say it's it's a good opportunity to to reduce some of that brain fog and that stress sometimes by breathing. But what else do you do to help yourself to manage and cope with some of the symptoms that you've talked about? Uh, well, I like to practice what I preach, uh, and I am very uh, good with my nutrition. Because uh, that's key in in really having a, a ba- well balanced, nutritious diet. You know, your brain needs all you know different vitamins and minerals and, and nutrients, especially like your healthy fat. People tend to be be a bit scared of fats because they you know they think oh I'm not going to eat any fat. But you know, there's research now backing it up that we need our healthy fats. So I really try to eat a, a very balanced, more more of a Mediterranean style diet you know with all your lovely olive oil and nuts and seeds and and fish and and lots of fruit and vegetables uh and then i really work on my sleep uh, routine try to go to bed early even if it's just 30 minutes early and re- really try and you know get that that sleep in and also stress manage i always say to my clients that you know if you're only going to do two things to help yourself during menopause the two things that will give you the biggest results is stress management and managing your blood sugar levels so you don't have the spikes in sugar uh, mm-hmm. that you know give you anxiety and brain brain fog and, and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're the real real key things and managing stress that that works for you you know nothing complicated just find something even if it's just 5 10 minutes a day that you can do you know like we were saying breathing or, or just going for a 5 minute walk it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be complicated i think we're all very you know, I've got this to-do list and I have to do it. But your to-do list is never going to be done, is it, really? And if you're waiting for that, it's never going to happen. So you really have to prioritise yourself. And, and you know, so they're the things I do. Stress management, 
uh, and blood sugar, being really careful what I eat, getting rid of all the processed mm. foods and, and, and eating whole foods. Mm. Fantastic. I think you, you, you've hit the nail on the head there as well, Alison, to say that the underlying message you're sharing is that it's okay to be kind to yourself and show yourself a bit of compassion and say, you know, rest a bit more, go to bed that little bit earlier, just take some time out, even if you say it's five minutes to go for a walk or take that deep breath. But it's about noticing how it's affecting you and how you can build your strengths back up and build that mindset and build your your resilience to to some of those symptoms that you're experiencing. Mm. And it's, I think it's, you know, embracing this time in your life because what we shouldn't forget is that it is a completely natural process. It's not a disease. It's just really embracing, I think, in a way, kind of accepting, okay, this is what's happening to me. I'm going to really look after myself and get through this, you know, in the best way that I can, rather than just being irritated and angry and, and frustrated the whole time. I think if you mm-hmm. if you accept that you are in perimenopause or menopause and, and really do everything for your health so you get through it in a, in a good way, Mm, I think that's one of the things that is out there, all this fear around menopause. Everyone's building this huge fear story. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to write the book around mindset, because it's so powerful. We talk a lot about obviously self-care in the book. I think it you know, just listening to you both talking um, around the self-care things and going for a walk and sleeping. It sounds beautiful. It can actually be a beautiful experience. You're finally looking after yourself (laughs) instead of giving to everybody else. You're making time for you and and then allowing yourself to experience those feelings. And as you say, come through it the other side, smiling, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we should be celebrating. I think women, when we get to, you know, through perimenopause and menopause, when we're in postmenopause, we're amazing. I mean, the knowledge and the, the experiences, I think, you know, it should be a time to celebrate and do go off and do wild and crazy things and do the things that you'd never dared do when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So our last question for you then, and you've given us loads of tips already. So I'm hoping you've got another piece. What one piece of advice can you share for women who are going through the same experience or similar? Yeah, that's difficult. Just one piece. <laughs> Yeah, I would I, I would say it's probably go, going back to what I was talking about before is stress management, because I think that obviously there's loads of things you can do. But that is the thing that will give you the, the quickest results because of all that because of the stress cycle and what happens with stress hormones and how it affects digestion and, and you know, insulin levels, blood sugar, it affects everything. If you're chronically stressed all the time, you you will struggle. So it's really learning to just manage those stress, those those moments where you feel overwhelmed. You know, find something that works for you, if, even if it is just sitting, having a cup of tea, staring out the window. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, not everybody can do an hour's yoga, can they? Or a, a, a meditation. Meditation, of course, is is amazing if you if you can do that. But I find a lot of my clients really struggle finding the time to meditate. Mm. But finding something that works for you that you can just and also I think accepting that you may be feeling stressed. I think the awareness of, of stress makes you step back and, and look at it and think, OK, why am I getting so worked up over this? Really, what is actually happening? Because I know my hormones sometimes you can they can you can feel that like stress and overwhelm coming on. And I think if you kind of nip that in the bud before you let it escalate, even just by breathing. 
then you, it, it really helped. It helps me definitely. Breathing techniques are really, really crucial. Amazing, actually, how quickly you can calm your mind down when you just mm. focus on your breath. It's incredible, isn't it? We just we just take that for granted and try all these other things when actually you've got something that even people won't even see you doing if you're just doing it quite calmly and in a controlled way. So they're definitely a strategy that we can use. So thank you. I could listen to you all day. It's lovely having you. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I've got indeed. so many questions, <laughs> but not for today. So um, where can people find out more about you, Alison? Yeah, I think the, the best or the easiest way is to find me on my website, which is uh, Alison Blard. And that's it's a bit of a funny spelling. It's B-L-A-D-H dot com. And on there you can find me on I'm all on all the uh, social media platforms. So you can find all my links there. And I've also got a resources page on my um website where there's lots of really nice downloads and meal plans and, and everything if you if you need some ideas to get started thank you been lovely having you thank you thank you so much Alison, and, and have a lovely day thank you we hope you enjoyed listening to today's show and the story our guest shared every woman's experience of menopause is different our aim is for you to feel inspired know that you're not on your own and choose to take back control If you'd like to be a guest on our show or find out more about us and the work we do, you'll find all the details in the show notes. As a gift, you can also download a free extract from our book. Ruby and I look forward to sharing your story soon.